0: I'm Ira Joy and welcome to On Courage, a podcast that explores a fundamental virtue for each one of us, no matter our backgrounds, experiences, and perspectives. After a career setback, I wrestled deeply with self-doubt and fear, eventually realizing that in order to rebuild my confidence, I had to start by rediscovering my courage, I've been reading books and listening to experts, but I figured I needed to be surrounding myself with courageous people too. And that's why I'm here with you as you listen today, hopefully on board my mission to learn from creative people who have harnessed the power of courage to find success in their careers and fulfillment in their lives. This is a podcast on courage. For all those who, like me, long to grow a little more courageous each and every day. Today's guest is Ferdinand Huang, a versatile actor with a career spanning over 30 years. He's appeared in some acclaimed feature films, such as The Quiet American and *Mao's Last Dancer, as well as popular Australian TV series, such as Offspring, Utopia, and most recently, Mother and Son. It was really great catching up with Ferdinand and learning more about him, not only as an actor, but as a person from his humble beginnings growing up in war-torn Vietnam to migrating to Melbourne, Australia, where acting found him. Ferdinand shares such great advice and encouragement for anyone pursuing a creative dream, and we learn about his idea of calculated courage and how that has contributed to his longevity in the industry. Without further ado, enjoy this conversation with Ferdinand. Hi, Ferdinand. It's wonderful to see you. you.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, a long time.
0: It's been a long time. Thank you for making the time to chat today. I look forward to the ideas that we will explore.
1: You're welcome. And I'm very happy that you, you know, you create a podcast like this so that we can, everybody can share. Ideas and uh, the experience. experiences really
0: thank you nice. thank yeah. you Ferdinand. And I might start with um, asking you to introduce yourself just to tell the listener a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Yes, um my name is Ferdinand Huang um, I'm Vietnamese Chinese, and um, yeah I, I've been trying to be an actor for many years more than thirty years and um, yeah and also I do something else so basically like I've been involved in movies and tv and uh, commercial and a lot of other things during that uh, 30 years
0: which I'm very excited to dive into I'm sure you've got a lot of interesting stories and insights in working in that industry um, and that's a that's a solid career 30 years it's, it's amazing so I'm looking forward to hearing more about it <laughs> I might start by asking you to um, think back to your childhood. So, mm-hmm. let's let's turn the clock back. Uh, maybe ten year old Ferdinand. I mm-hmm. want to know if you remember what what that young boy was aspiring for for his future. Did you have a specific dream or um, idea for what your life would be back then?
1: I i don't remember but um because i was born you know in vietnam during the war-torn time and we are always uh, you know worry about survival and um so we don't have that luxury to to choose what we want to do Uh, but i thinking back i do remember that i am quite creative uh, because we I don't have a lot of toys, but I can make up toys from nothing, um, from some a few button, uh, from my mum's uh, uh, shirt button, whatever, uh, a few um, like um, empty match boxes, and that will become a tank and uh, th- that is to be the time before now we have a video game you know we the shooting game but at that time I just make up my own game and it become a battlefield a uh, very big mm-hmm. battlefield and and then I also write like to draw some something cartoon or something like that um and force my siblings to 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 read it so <laughs> so uh, yeah so so I, I,
0: I sort of
1: make up a lot of things from thin air so that that, that may be creative there's some creative dna inside yeah. yeah
0: yes and were you the were you the youngest child Where No, i you I'm oldest. the oldest. i'm the oldest oh, the that's oldest? why i can
1: force my sister right. my brother sister to suffer <laughs> <You>, yes. <laughs> yes
0: you had the authority and everyone had to yes. play the games in yes. you. that's that's actually um, really sweet when I when you were describing um, the things you were making just out of but butt, shirt buttons and matchboxes, I could really picture it in my head. I think that's the simple times, you know, where yeah, simple um, time, and, and and you make yeah. do with what you have, which is which is which is mm-hmm. beautiful. And so you said you had yeah. that creative sort of DNA early on. Did you? ever yes. aspire to get to, to be someone in the entertainment industry back then or were you still, you know, very young to know? Very young to know
1: and mm. I never thought that, uh, you know, in my wildest dream that I would be an actor. Um, I would say that um, acting finds me, no, not the other way around. Right. I never, you know, look for um, any opportunity to act and
0: uh, yes. Yeah. So. well before we get into that um let's let's fast forward a couple more years what was it like for 18-year-old ferdinand H- were you still um uh, growing up in china or had you already migrated
1: mm-hmm. uh yeah I, I was in vietnam and 18 years is oh. very scary time at that time um is mm-hmm. uh, the war is going on and when you reach eighteen, you have to go to the army and die, and um, so that was the toughest survival. You we have to work. I have to work very hard to to uh, make sure that I don't fail my grade, because if once mm-hmm. I fail, I would have to go be a soldier. So so that type just survival, oh. survival game,
0: you know, and
1: yeah, hunger so game.
0: You- <laughs> hunger Games. it's like the hunger Games. so the good reference yeah, yeah.
1: So to, you know do anything to to survive
0: so so yeah. so can you tell me a little bit more about that so how did they you, you had to prove yourself at school otherwise yeah. they would could script you automatically
1: yeah that's right a bit a bit like ukraine now exactly um so right. they they need a lot of soldier or cannon fodder and um but of course, you know the country can function without other people, other people who do other things, you know, right? like mm-hmm. teachers or um, or people who work in administration, so on and so on. So so uh, so they will keep a few people keep on studying. So if right. you can study, you you stay. But if once you fail you show that you you know you're not much good so so you have to go be a soldier and go to the front line
0: yeah. wow and you being the eldest in your family as well you'd be the mm. the first in line if that happened yeah wow mm. and um so obviously that gave you the motivation to really work hard study hard at school and at yeah. that time you said it was about survival so did you have any? Was it in your um, ability to even have a dream, apart from just surviving? Like, did you ever have a career um, idea at that point?
1: No, uh, survival is number one. So uh, I studied to survive, not <laughs> not to make a living. So I will choose whatever course that is the easiest for me, Mm. so I I make sure I don't fail. So it may, it may be the thing I really dislike, but I've studied that one because it's easier for me not to fail. Um,
0: Right. And what, what course did that end up being? Teacher,
1: to be a teacher.
0: Teaching. Okay.
1: Um, Yeah. So you needed, because you
0: needed this security
1: yeah security is says it's easier to to get into and so if I want to be a um a doctor engineer, it can be hard and let me fail and so so yes, it's no use wow. it
0: fail that's amazing and uh with regards to you know growing up and in Vietnam and you know being there with your family as well. Was there the dream to move to, to Australia to obviously escape the war somehow? But can you tell me more about how that all transpired?
1: Yeah, well, I, I, uh, we stay with the um, the government, the communist government, for three years, and then we try every everything. We we try to, uh, once we try to be able people, but uh, because my grandma's, I was quite old, so we choose other paths. We, we try to think of any distant relative overseas, even in Africa, anywhere. So we, we, we found someone of a distant relative, very kind uh, man and he sponsored us. So we moved to New Caledonia and we stayed there for six years. And uh, after that moved to right. Australia and to Melbourne, yeah.
0: To Melbourne, right. Okay. Mm. So how old were you at this point, Ferdinand?
1: Uh, twenty something,
0: mm-hmm. twenty something. Okay, yeah. so Ferdinand at twenty something years old now in Melbourne, Australia. What was going through your mind? What what plans were you making uh, for your future?
1: I get a plan of survival.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Because um, I mean, in New Caledonia, we are we are not considered as refugee. Because uh, mm. a lot of Vietnamese refugee people came over here in, in Australia. The government helped them a lot, mm. but we are not mm. considered refugee. There's no help whatsoever. So uh, we had to, uh, have to you know, to, to try to find a job, try to find everything to, yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. So, and, and for a number so... of years,
1: but um, yeah.
0: Sure. And so what kind of jobs um, did you work in during that time?
1: Well, in in Australia, it's easy because I am a, already established. But uh, when in New Caledonia, uh, we just family of seven went there, and there's no help whatsoever from the government. So, and the the Vietnamese government let us leave the country, but we are only allowed. We have to leave everything behind, okay. and. Um, each one can only take $100 with us. So family of seven, we have uh, 700 American dollars to go to mm-hmm. a strange country with no help and to survive. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's, it was tough, but luckily, uh, you know, some people try to help us, give us um, some furniture, that sort of thing, but 700 will last long and, and we have to rent a place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I um, start to find a job, but the, in the first month, um, I would say slave labor but uh, mm, <laughs> uh but yeah. um, and i don't I didn't speak French at that time, you know, because it's a French oh course and, yeah, yes. so, um, yeah, so um, yes, just learn, learn on the spot, and um,
0: gosh, and, uh, I, I think, think that then, in yeah. itself, just even the that first sort of two decades of your life, you've already displayed a kind of courage that mm. a lot of us, you know, growing up in Australia would never have had to learn about, you know, just the, yeah. the yeah. I, I yeah. suppose the hardship and the, 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 the risk, you know, involved in, you know, moving, mm. um, escaping your war torn yeah. country and, and starting fresh in a new one. So that's just very yeah. admirable. Ferdinand, to hear that, and yeah. um, I, I, think, I and a you, lot of
1: people, everyone has some some strength, mm. but uh, just you know, you you, if, you don't know when uh, unless you are in that situation. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yes, that sometimes when it is um, about survival, that that's the thing that that motivates you to to take action. That there's no, you can't think about it. You just have to do because. It depends on your, your life depends on it. So, yeah, that's so interesting to to hear that story. And you mentioned then, you know, obviously now you're in Australia by now and um, it was easier to find work in some way, but you said that acting found you. <laughs> so I'm curious yeah. to learn more about that. So how old were you and and how did this whole um World of entertainment come about in your life
1: again because of you know uh, all this young time I was uh, in survival mode so there's no chance to to learn anything like music I, I love music but I have no chance to learn anything I so I whistle instead <laughs> but um, yeah so that is my, uh, my my musical instrument my yeah.
0: You're whistling. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) um,
1: yeah, so how I started is um, I have a relative and uh, she studied acting at VCA and um, she had a talent agent. And and one day the talent agent asked her, you know, they they, they need someone for a TV commercial and said, Do you have someone at that age? so and so on that uh, that fit that uh, the um, character and um, so they asked me and I say no way I'm not interested and I'm, I'm, I'm not into acting <laughs> 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 and uh, so I refuse a few times, rejected a few times and until later on the talent agent very persistent and I feel bad to say um, and money school to cut TV commercial and say I'll give it a go um, it was not easy because, you know, I had absolutely no training and go to audition in front of a camera and I don't know where to put my arm, where to <laughs> um, do anything. And um, and then my survival uh, instinct kicked in and say I had two choices. Either I just don't do the commercial I just don't go to audition. If I go to do the audition, I might as well give it my best. So, mm. yeah, so... Uh, so, yeah, a lot of failure and then success later, and um, so we start from bad and then later become uh, copper video and then uh, a short film, TV, and then feature movie and so on.
0: Yeah. Yes, and what was that first commercial? Do you still remember?
1: Not really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't remember what you were advertising? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So- I, yeah.
1: It was- yeah, I advertise quite a few things, but uh, yeah. So uh, would you say it, from
0: there you developed the um a passion for it? Or was it more because it was an opportunity that that um you just wanted to make the most of?
1: Yeah, it's more more like opportunities and
0: mm,
1: mm. um yeah, so I, I was asked and so I just do it and um yeah, so
0: and how did you end up, um, how did you grow from commercial work advertising into sort of the more, um, you know, more because you've done drama and comedy and, you know, short films, feature films, how did that that happen for you?
1: Yeah, I suppose um, I just, you know, at the, at the right time, at the right place. I think there are a few things that helped me. Uh, one of the thing is the mo- I think one of the very mo- important thing is availability, and they ask you to audition. Say sometimes they just ask you, oh, "Can you come tomorrow at ten o'clock?" And mm. I say yes. You know, and then uh, maybe do that uh, short film. We need you for one week. You know, and next month, and then are you available? I say yes. So. That, I think that is very, very important actually because a lot of people they, they are very talented people, but they're not available because sometimes you know they have to work mm. people and um, so availability is very important to me. Yes. I mean for, for, for to get jobs
0: for that career. Yes. And,
1: and I think um, languages, I know of a number of languages so, so sometimes mm. you need someone to speak a certain language, I can do it. And then with res- yeah. resilience, and uh, you know, you yes. fail this time, and then you keep on doing it. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. So, oh, there's a few things here because I think, you know, the um the the advice you're giving applies to anyone, you know, and any kind of job, but specifically yeah. for people wanting to pursue creative jobs. Um, but you mentioned before that you had no training, hmm. uh, in acting, so um but you had the the availability and the i guess you did have the courage to accept the opportunities that that came mm-hmm. your way but yeah. once you were sort of in there and working did you feel like you did you feel like you had the ability or were you nervous about the fact that you weren't trained and did you did you find other ways to develop skills
1: yes um Yes, I had to find other ways to do it, and and I think life experience is quite important. Um, mm. So sometimes you if you can you know draw from your past experience and so on and so on, and um, it helps. So I I would say a bit like I have no training, and I, I think that a lot of actors, have, big even big actors, have no training like Russell Crowe and all that, they never go mm. uh, spend one day at the acting school. So there are two, two types of actors. One is uh, fully trained, go to a lot of um, a school, go to NIDA, Warpath, and and they're fully trained. Mm. And one not trained like myself. So mm. if you talk about uh, martial arts, for example, and the, the trained one, they, they want to go to NIDA, is the one who go to, to learn a certain martial art like uh, Fujitsu, or Karate, and all that. They they truly really trained. and the people like me is like this street fighter. Yeah, you just <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, one day you are lucky you go to a dark place yeah, and then you just meet a few gang people <laughs> you know who try to kill you, and then <laughs> you have just yes, have to fight. You you you, mm. you you know you have to fight a run of fight and for survival so that's that's mm-hmm. how I'm trained so and people just give me a script and uh you know the, go to audition in three days time I just look at the script but just you know try to think of ways to do it
0: yeah. that yeah and and that to me again really um ex, exemplifies having courage because what I find is that a lot of young people and not not just those wanting to be actors but um, a lot of the ones that I, myself included that we we have the education we're able to get our degrees or s- certifications for things but then we're still we still don't feel confident to apply for jobs even with all of the training so how did you navigate that in terms of not having the training but still having the confidence to go for auditions because I'm sure that uh, you know apart from the big movie stars and whatnot but there are a lot of young talented actors who are trained that still don't have the the confidence to go for an audition
1: yes um i i think um i I understand that um you know you, you you're given a chance to go to audition and you try your best and you just um go there and it fell and the first time maybe okay and then you just, you do it again and mm-hmm. after two three times and you say oh maybe something's not right and um, and then but I have to say that you know a lot of times you don't get the part it's not your fault at all. Uh, you may be actually the best person, the, the, the one who do the best audition but there's something outside of you that determine whether you get a part or not um mm. it can be positive thing but like for example um maybe you are more handsome or more beautiful than the lead actor or lead actress and mm. and they can't let you you know outshine the the, mm. the, the main character mm. so they say wow he's so good but you know he he's um He's taller than Tom Cruise, so we can't, you know, we, we can't let him, you know, stand next to Tom Cruise, and so you you, you don't get the part. So a lot of things that um, determine whether you get a role or not. Mm. So it's, um, and sometimes you don't know, and sometimes even the producer director they don't know either. So they they also sometimes they just step in the dark. They, I I remember one very big uh, Hollywood producer. Uh, and he just say that, you know, sometimes we just don't know. We just, just pick one that we think is mm. the best. But, and he said, uh, in hindsight, he think that maybe if I pick the other one, it can even be better, but they don't know. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's it's not always your fault. So don't feel bad that you don't get, the, you know, audition. Yes. Feel, you know, for, um, there's a lot of other things that determine. Yes. And uh, the, the, the main thing is um, just keep on doing it. Um they are the saying say uh, preparation when the preparation meet the opportunity, so you keep mm. on preparing and uh, mm. um yeah, and then well, one day if uh, the opportunity may come and, uh,
0: yeah. yes, and it's it's um you you raise an interesting point as well about um yeah the the fact that there's so many other variables that determine if you get mm. cast. Because then that means it's not just a case of your lack of training. Because I find that some young people, even in other um, sort of other careers, is that they don't they're not getting jobs, so they think that they need to do more study, and they have to keep yeah. studying and studying. Whereas it's not; it may not just be that; it may be other yeah, factors. It, mm. Yeah, it
1: it it may not be one hundred percent that. Yeah, and or, or sometimes training is a um, double-edged sword. Um, you, you you learn from other people's opinions, you know. Your teacher te- teach you to tell you to do this, to do that. You go to acting school, especially the, uh, the little kids go to drama school and then they, I think that sometimes become problematic because they think that they have to do, move this way or that way, or they are this my certain way, and it be- becomes not yourself. And it's, it's good, you know, you, you have that tool, but then sometimes you have to to adapt to change that to, to something that suit your your special uh, look or your special skill or something like that. And mm. uh, yeah, so so yeah.
0: And too. how did you? how did you learn to um i suppose as you were uh, you kept auditioning and um booking more roles and things did you start to feel the um the the role that you played you started to grow confidence in your ability as an actor
1: yes it's a, it's a continue uh, learning um, skill so um the more you do it um the better and and after a while you you know you, you have a few success and you start to be with confidence and when you relax the main thing is you have to be relaxed and for, forget about yourself you know and and you can act better and
0: um, mm. but, um, yeah yeah, and look you have a um your uh, I suppose your career spans as you said thirty years, which is just so amazing as a working actor and um I'm curious because I think in this industry we do focus a lot on the successes you know mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of the people especially when you're an actor people ask uh what have you been in and you you tell them the movies or the TV shows and there's that sense of pride that you were able to uh, to book those jobs but I think mm-hmm. what we we should also um explore is the failure because I think that's that's an important part of success, <laughs> you know. Yes. You don't you don't become successful without failing. So, I want to know more about your experience with failure, with especially with rejection as an actor, going to audition after audition. How did you manage, or how do you still, I suppose, manage that um, that kind of journey? You know, that process of it. You know, um, facing rejection, knowing that. Um, you know, you may not book something, but you're going to uh, dedicate time to prepare for that potential role. But how do, on a, I suppose maybe on a, a mental and emotional way, how do you manage that?
1: Um, yes, it's quite hard to, especially a lot of times, your audition and you think that. Wow, this this time I nailed it. 99% I would get the part and nothing happened. Um it keep on it, it's still happening. Uh, like last year I like, um I um I was asked to audition and they really want me to you know think that I, I would get a part and for an American um TV series mm-hmm. and um and have to go to the States for two years to do it. And and the, the chance seems to be very, not, very big and the casting agent there seems to be quite confident. But the last minute, you know, nothing happened. Um, even just a few, few months ago, um, there's another one, big one, they have to go to Western Australia to stay there for two months. And then even the Casting director asked me, "Are you available? Are you available?" Many times, so it gives you a, a um, feeling that you know they really need me. But then, last minute they say, "Oh, something changed." And, um so I, so I just get used to it. And um, um, maybe um, you just keep on auditions. So you get some, and you you don't get some.
0: Mm. And I suppose it's what you said before that you you build resilience through that process. Yeah, yeah. because Get you're resilience. you're yeah, and you're prepared that it might not go your way.
1: That's and that right. Some,
0: yeah. Yeah, and that comes with experience because I think what happens when you're you're young, you're very um, you're very idealistic, and you you just believe that you things will come easily to you. I think especially for um, the younger generations, I know that being a millennial, we were sort of brought up believing that if we just get a, you know, just get a university degree, we can easily find a job, but Hmm. that's not true. That's not the reality that you still will experience knockbacks and failures, that it's just a part, a part of it. So do you have any, um, you know, uh, personal ways to sort of deal with that with rejection and failure?
1: Well, um maybe I just you know take it like it's a part of the process. You mm-hmm. can't have hundred percent success, especially audition. Uh, and especially like we, we discussed before, it's sometimes not your fault. And um so um so just uh, you know, if you get get um, a, a a success, that will be good. And and um, I did once um, a movie, and um, and the lead was uh, Kate Blanchett, and and then I was surprised. I said, you know, Kate Blanchett is a really huge star, and I was surprised she still need um, to audition. I said, what? People will be begging her to, to be uh, in the film and mm. she still need to audition. She, she had to fly to LA for one week to audition for role, and fly back to continue the, the film that I was in. I said, mm. why? And I said, because they want to know whether, you know, she look right for the part. So mm. she may go there, so they may have a other big actress there too so to audition for that big role and then they will see who look right for that role so yeah. it's not it's not because Kate Blanchett can't act but because
0: right you know
1: yeah so that yeah so that, so um
0: well that that's really good thank you for sharing that because I think that should give a lot of encouragement to um, yeah. young actors because if Kate Blanchett whom we know is a you know wonderful actress, one of the the best the talents of Australia that you know, or successful actresses, actors, um, that she even still auditions. Then <laughs> it makes sense that that's just a part of the part of the um, the career yeah, so, of being an actor. So, wow. Yeah, so, now, yeah. for you, for your own career, were there? specific um or criterias for projects that you audition for i do you look for certain things or i um do you just take every opportunity that that comes
1: i i, I like to be versatile and then I, yes, I know some actors just specialize in a certain things you know action or drama or whatever i like to do all different ones um because i think that um Really, as a person, any person, you have different emotion. You know, you sometimes you can be funny, sometimes you be sad, sometimes you uh, you can be, you know, that you know show the the dark side of you and become very terrible. And it's in in everyone. So you you can act that. And um, so I have done a quite a number of different one. Even though at that time the the director think, oh, Ferdinand, he's, you know, he's he's he's, he's a nice guy, and so <laughs> he can't play that horrible role. But actually, better give it to me, and I can do it. And um, but I think I I slightly prefer comedy because it's uh, it's fun, and mm-hmm. comedy you can make up a lot of things. Um, but some, something like legal thing, I don't really like. Because legal thing, you have to say very specific things. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it's harder to remember lines.
0: Yes. I, I've i enjoyed watching you in in comedies. I think one of the mm. first things I saw you in was We Can Be Heroes. Oh, yeah. Chris <laughs> Chris Lilly's <laughs> project. Chris that Lillian, was yes. hilarious. And I think I caught you in an episode of Utopia as well. Mm. Yeah. So um, it's so great. to, And and I think for me as well, to have that familiar face, you know, when you know someone as well, it's very exciting. <laughs> when I'm like, I yeah. know that's Ferdinand. Yeah. Um, so, so what are some of the, you know, on that, what are some of the most enjoyable projects you've been a part of? You know, that the ones that maybe ignited your creativity, like when you were a little boy, you know, making up, playing things and making things. What's one of the projects you've worked on in your career that has brought out that joy for you?
1: Uh, at the moment, I think, yeah, it's, it's comedy. Comedy, you can make up a lot of things and it's not so strict. Um, I've done stunt as well and, uh, oh. uh, yeah, they asked me to do it. I'm not a stuntman. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I in one TV series I was you know kicked out of a car and the car is actually moving. I get to oh. kick out, yeah. And I have to roll on the street and roll and um, and then um, and some other things um, like a tall ship and we have big train to climb up a tall ship very very high and really scary. But um, yeah, so it's yeah. It's, um...
0: So when you ask to do those things, do you? Do you ever have the hesitation or are you just someone that just goes for it?
1: Of course, I, 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 I will see if I can do it. You know, if mm-hmm. if I can't do it, of course, I'll say, no, um, I can't do it. Like, you know, so, um, kick up of a car, moving car, and this can be dangerous. And, but at the time, I think that I can do it. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so. Um,
0: How did they this, uh, prepare you for that? Did you have some rehearsals, of course
1: uh 10 minutes rehearsal oh. <laughs> so i did just uh, you know put a mat on the uh, uh on the ground and ask see, to see whether i can roll on a mat so, oh I, so I, I did that and say okay and uh do it again a few times and say and the, the stuntman say that mm, seems all right so so yeah so we just do it and um
0: yeah oh my but, God. i I think yeah, that that's I it seems like there's a part of you as well and perhaps that's from the way that you grew up, that you've just got this natural sense of courage when it comes to taking opportunities, which I I think is um really inspiring because some people and I know I notice, you know, um especially if we you know, as I said, my generation, we haven't experienced um kind of the times during the war or the hardships of, you know, those times that that even the slightest little challenge can make us scared. So I think we can learn a lot from from you and I suppose people from your generation that you just, when you're presented with something just to go for it, just to try at least because yeah. that, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that um, in some of your uh, description of courage you say that it's layered my sort of courage is like calculated courage it's like mm-hmm. um you to see whether it's safe or whether it's good to do it or you can do it or not like i imagine you know you you, you some you walk on a tightrope between two mm-hmm. skyscraper and then it's silly not to have a harness, you know. So mm. uh, if you had a harness, that and you still have that skill, and you have a harness just in case, you know, something happened. Yeah. Uh, but if you just pure courage, just do it, just walk with no harness, no nothing. To me, that is quite dangerous. So, so um, for careers, the same thing, um, especially in. Um, in um, creative sort of career is quite hard, and mm-hmm. um, I think it's good to have um, some sort of um, protection. Like um, I would say, you you need a real job, and so 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 there are two choices. I suppose for any anyone who want to be um, in the creative sort of um, career. Uh, if you're very young and and your um, passion, you know, your dream is to do that and maybe give it a go. Give it for a, a few years and give it go, see how it goes. And if it, you find out that it doesn't suit you and just you know do, do something else because uh, one door shut and maybe another door opens. Or there's another way is the calculated courage. It's like find a job, find a real job. And which is flexible, and you so that you can, you know, like myself, is the longevity is because of that. So if nothing happened, and I still have my job, and yeah. and and then have another opportunity, keep on going, 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 and um, and then um, yeah, and just don't don't feel bad, and just keep on doing it. Mm. Yeah. So there's just two ways, yeah.
0: Yes, and I think that's very um. That's the very smart way, as you said, The calculated courage, I think, is a really good point that you make because sometimes we feel that, you know, in order to have success, you need to really take a huge, huge risk and not have a backup plan. I think sometimes mm-hmm. that's that's how we are told, you know, that if you want to make it in Hollywood, you've got to leave your life behind and then chase that and yeah. it might work yeah. out for some people but i agree with yeah. you that there are other ways there are other ways and i think your the longevity of your career is an example of that so you've managed to make to make it work so how did you um when did you first kind of come up with that that balance in terms of having another job on the side and and having finding something flexible as well like how how challenging was that to do
1: mm. Yeah, it's, it's just from the start I already have a job, something. Mm. and uh, But um, like now, I, I have a, another, a job which is very flexible, so I can be anywhere. And uh, it can take mm. time off, it um, can be a day off, it can be a few months off. And then, and then after it's finished, I go back to that. Um,
0: and how did you cut? What what kind of fields allow that? I'm sure that there'd be people listening, thinking, "How do I find a job yeah. that gives me flexibility to pursue acting?"
1: Yeah, that's this quite hard. That's quite hard um, because I, at one stage, think, "Oh, maybe get some part time job," but it doesn't work because part time job, the boss still needs you say a certain day, and you can say, "Oh, can I, you know, uh, go to audition tomorrow?" Mm. Yeah, or uh, next, next month I'm not available and you know the, the, the boss won't be happy and um, so um, my current job is basically um, based on commission um, so I work as um business broker or business agent it's like selling real estate but instead of selling real estate I sell Businesses, um, so it's basically commission. There's no wage, um, mm. so that's that's why um, it's very flexible. There's no pressure, mm. and uh, a lot of time I work online, like on the phone or send email and all that. So mm. sometimes I'm I'm in interstate, but my clients think that I'm still in Melbourne, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, sometimes in Western Australia and. And then there's a time difference. And so they, they call me at nine o'clock Melbourne time, but there can be seven o'clock or uh, six o'clock in the morning. And, but uh, yeah. But,
0: yeah. But well, I think that's, yeah, that's really um, yeah, interesting to, to hear because it shows you that it is possible if you, are, yeah. if you explore the opportunities, and especially now with technology. And, you know, access to the internet and, and div- our devices yeah. and things. It's very possible to be able to to set your life up like that where you can have a creative mm. career and another yeah. job that provides you the income.
1: Yeah, or, or, or the other way, you find um, a, a rich partner, a rich wife, a rich <laughs> and uh, And then that person has a good job and you just work part-time whatever and and she he or she think that you have a good big future support you <laughs> um and you, you just have a, you know just just try and i mean, actually a friend like that and uh, a friend and his his wife actually work hard and he just you know try acting and do things like in creative uh, feel, field and uh, yeah so you so you, yeah
0: Yes, well, it, 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 a, yes,
1: good a, 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 a good job or a
0: good partner, yeah. <laughs> good job, that's right. <laughs> and it just shows you the possibilities are endless, and it just takes you being open to them and being available to them. I think that's another point yeah, you mentioned earlier, yeah. just having availability. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's very important. Yeah.
0: And mm. um, do you have any specific other practical ideas or strategies that you can share with? aspiring actors that that will help them you know build a career that's you know and I think sometimes there's a lot of inspiration out there that's you know they say follow your dreams or yeah. follow your heart but I think you know it's important to also give practical practical yeah. um ideas so is there any advice that you can give that has helped you in your your career yeah I-
1: I think um, it's good to, that we discuss about this and it's good to follow your dream. Um, so what I say, all this is just my personal opinion and in general only because there are a lot of exceptions, you know, a lot of, there are lot Blanchett, there are uh, Marco Robbie's, there are Russell Crowe, you know, they are exceptions. Mm-hmm. But um, I say, Entertain, i mean acting or some um sort of a career is um it's a dirty industry what i mean is that one mm. percent of the people up there they are filthy rich and all the rest of us is dirt poor so it's really dirty mm. <laughs> and uh so i think if you really the thing is, you you know what the the all the facts, and if you still like it, want to mm. follow it, just follow it. Yes. Um, follow your dream. Otherwise, the every everyone do the same thing. The the, the world will be a very very boring place. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, prepare, do prepare. If if you want to be an actor, besides going to acting school and all that, um. You have to be creative yourself, you know, think of different way besides what you learn, the theory you learn. Mm. And and then prepare, go to a lot of, uh, familiar yourself. Be, go to do your extra work, whatever, you know. So you just familiar with the environment.
0: Yes. And, um, mm.
1: Yeah. And uh, do small role theatre or a small, big part, doesn't matter. Some people don't want to do that. They say, well, like, I'm a big actor. I don't do small things, you know, mm. but the more you do, you're more familiar, your, your, your mm. and, and you prepare yourself and you see more things. And, um, and a lot of people, they're very enjoyable, like being an extra. Um, they say, go to the show neighbors to do extra work. So oh, it's ah, this nothing. It's terrible. But imagine, like in the United Kingdom, neighbors very big there, and a lot of people they have to um, do a lot of things to enter into the raffle ticket to get um, a chance to win um, to go to the the, the neighbors mm. to from uh, all the, all the way from the United Kingdom fly here. Go on, set the neighbors. have Just have a look, and uh, so you you were were as an extra neighbors, and you get fed, you get have fun, and but uh, also get the experience to learn. And, yes. Yeah.
0: And. Um, yeah, that's and good. So yeah, fam- familiarize yourself with the industry and yourself,
1: and do whatever you know. Small, <laughs> do, small.
0: Yes. Big, yes, um, and and then it, it that it proves if you really are passionate, because if you love the whole process regardless of you know whether you make that one percent up the top if you still love yeah. it it's still yeah. rewarding it's
1: still yeah so you you make it to the one percent uh you become free free rich uh, that's good but otherwise uh, the other one it, it's just it's, it's quite enjoyable actually if you um, mm. is it not become stressful you quite enjoyable just Enjoy the journey. Maybe the journey is sometimes more enjoyable than the destination. And uh, yes. just uh, you know, just uh, just walk and look at the flower and smell the
0: flower. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like that, <laughs> and I think that sometimes that that message gets lost when we're looking at careers like acting or like Hollywood yeah. or big industries, because a lot of um, a, a lot of us feel that if we don't make that one percent, then we've failed. But that's not true. Mm. You know, mm. you you can still have all of the um, benefits and the rewards of a, a long career even not if you're not in that 1%. Yeah, that's
1: right.
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I actually yeah. wanted to ask you too because I know that um, we spoke earlier about you moving from having a talent agent to being freelance. And mm. I, I wanted to kind of understand how you 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 came to that decision because I think being on your own being independent as a freelancer especially as a creative or you know being an entrepreneur that takes courage as well so when did you decide to to kind of let go of your agent and start representing yourself?
1: Yes I um I've, I'm I was with the agent for a long time and uh, Later on, the my agent she retires. That's why I become freelancer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for new actor, you need an agent definitely because um, because people don't know you. Um, you need yeah. So, but because at that time I become a freelancer, I already sort of established, and most of the casting directors. They know me and so they just, you know, call me direct. So, and so, um, yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's quite peculiar. It's not, uh, in general, you definitely need an agent. Right. Otherwise, mm. uh, you don't have the chance because the casting director, they don't know you. They're not going to call you. Um, mm. so, so, yeah, but you've so, been
0: able to build your um, your credibility then in the industry if casting directors yeah, well, are calling you directly.
1: Yeah, because they know me. Because um, mm-hmm. and also I'm I'm in Showcast. Um, oh. It's a yeah, it's a direct, uh, actor direct, um, site. Mm-hmm. So some some people may go there there to have a, to look at um, mm-hmm. actors that they want. But um, yeah, so I I will say that I'm just in a niche sort of like um, group of actors because. Mm-hmm. Um, there are not many actors, um, available at my age, at my, mm. um, st- uh, who can speak a certain language and so on and mm-hmm. so on. So mm-hmm. sometimes they only have two people to choose from, for, for that special role. Yeah. And I'm one of the two, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But that's kind of, that's Nobody, kind
1: of. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's interesting though because if if you can find your unique point of difference, if yeah. you can find the so, niche that you fit, you can yeah. sort of present yourself that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I, I think that if if anyone wants to want to want to get into this, uh, have to find your special niche. And maybe it's martial art. A lot of actors, young young actor, Asian actor, get the role because they they're very good at martial arts, mm. and and they just cast them because of that martial arts. Mm. Or you are exceptional in music or something else, mm. or anything, then not many people have. Just um, let the uh, cast uh, your agent know, mm. and. Uh, whatever it is, you know, sometimes people really want someone with that special skill yes, and that will help you
0: to get a part, yeah. And I think that goes back to what you said in the beginning that your life experience counts for a lot as well. If mm. you've, as you said, grown up learning a specific skill, whether it's music or yeah, martial arts, as you said, or languages, that that can really help you in your career too because you've got that additional skill set. that's right yes, yeah yes. that's fantastic um, um you know based on everything you've learned in your life and in your acting career how do you define courage like what does courage uh, personally look like for you
1: yes it's um like we discussed before courage uh, come in different shapes um to me it's not a blind courage, um, it may work sometime for someone but the, um, it's, it's difficult, it's quite dangerous and uh, uh, what I like is the you know calculated courage and pair with um, resilience and preparation and a sense of you know what to expect and so you did just um, don't just jump into something that you just dream of and without knowing all the facts, and and it can cause uh, desperation because you don't know that it will be like that. And so, as long as you know all the facts, that's mm. okay. You know, to follow your dream if you know what to expect. Mm. And, uh, it's good to have a uh, exit plan, and um, yeah, and um, just enjoy the the, the journey. And,
0: Yes. And I think you kind of already answered um, this in your, what you just said um, then, but I like to think of courage as kind of like the main course, you know, mm. your, your main course of the, one of the traits that you need really to, to find success or to achieve success. But what mm. else, what else, you mentioned a couple there, you said being prepared and having resilience, but what else do you think Complements courage. What pairs well with courage? If courage is the main course, what's the side mm-hmm. dish?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, perseverance, resilience—that uh, is the pair with uh, courage. And uh, no defects, um, mm. and an exit plan, and. Um, a lot of things need courage. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Is,
0: is there anything else, Ferdinand, you'd like to, to share with, with our listeners yes. um, with regards yes. to building a creative career or perhaps going down an unconventional pathway in life?
1: Yes. Um, yes, it's, it's, it's great to follow, follow your dream. And, you know, that's why I said we mentioned before, the world will be a very, very boring place if everybody do this same thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm very happy that you have this podcast. And uh, I just want to dedicate two songs for your particular podcast about courage. The first one I can think of is called um, The Impossible Dream. That that song by um, from Men, uh, La Mancha. La Mancha. Yes. And mm-hmm. talk about, you know, with half ounce of courage still, you know, striving to... Uh, reach uh, the unreachable star. That that, that is uh, you know so that's one, and uh, the other one is um, very old song. It's like uh, Sarah Sarah, whatever will be will be. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, enjoy your journey. You know if it if it were, if it happened it happen. If otherwise just um, just enjoy it. It is fun too. You know the whole journey is fun. Mm. And
0: have
1: have have a have um have a Besides that, have us somewhere to fall back to if you if it doesn't
0: work. Mm, calculated courage. I think that was one of the yeah, the, the yeah. greatest insights you shared today. So thank you, yeah. Ferdinand. I would like to take this moment to uh, just acknowledge you to not only thank you for this time together, but to as also as someone who has displayed courage, um, you know, and has been a great example or role model for me I know we met very a long time ago but we worked on a project together and um you were someone that was just always so down to earth and humble which is very rare sometimes in this industry you know when you know you look at um typically what actors are like it can be a very maybe you know ego driven kind of career but you never um never at all showed that. You were always someone that um was so pleasant to be around. And I have admired um watching your career um throughout the across the 30 years. you I remember at the time we were still in touch and you you said you had just booked Mao's Last Dancer and that film came out. Oh my goodness, what year was that? <laughs> Quite some time ago. But yes. um wonderful Australian film that you were a part of and I just thought I just felt special, you know, that some someone who was cast in this, you know, um movie, like a movie star to me, was still, you know, able to um take time to for me and to to become friends and to Uh, email me so I think yeah your humility and um, your generosity I really appreciate so thank you and um, yeah it's I hope to and now we've reconnected I can you know continue to see you do wonderful things um, in the entertainment industry and um, I'd like to leave you now with um, you know a chance to kind of share. Um, how people can sort of learn more about your work. I, you do have an IMDb page, is that correct? On your, uh, for your acting?
1: Yes, yes. Yes. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, people just uh, can go to IMDb, just, um, just type Ferdinand Huang and then they see what's happening.
0: Yeah. Excellent. And is there any specific um, film or TV that you're most proud of that you'd like to encourage people to watch?
1: Yes, there are quite a few, but uh, as you mentioned, Mouse Last Dance is one of my favorite. Tonight, not, not, to, yeah, tonight, um, Mother and Son, yeah, you can see me in Mother and Son, but.
0: Um, and that's playing on ABC, is that ABC? correct? Yes, yes. 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 So, so I'll, I'll make I'll, sure to link it. Of link course, it you know,
1: if, 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 if you go to this um podcast 10 years later as it's not tonight, <laughs>
0: yeah. but it'll it will be on your IMDB page not 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 there yeah
1: another <laughs> movie tomorrow. I really like um it's called uh Ellipsis Ellipsis,
0: Ellipsis? okay
1: yeah so when did you film
0: small... that
1: one maybe five years ago five six mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. um it's, it's a ex, sort of an experimental sort of movie uh, with only about three actors and a few others uh, supporting. Mm. But, um, yeah, um, it's quite interesting. It's, uh, it's,
0: well, it's a 30-year yeah, yeah, it, career, so I'm sure <laughs> I'm wondering, yeah. you know, if you remember yeah. everything you've done. But we'll yeah. make sure to put well, your link below. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose the
1: biggest one is The, the quite American. Right. Uh, yeah, that one with Russell Crowe and yeah. Brandon Fraser. Oh yes, the biggest. Yes. Yeah, that one's the, uh, the the biggest movie I have ever been here in. Amazing. But my my role is not very big, but it's quite important role. But isn't it? Yeah.
0: Um, no small yeah. no small parts. You know everything as you yeah, said.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah they, they, I enjoy mo- uh, a lot of. Um, Production and can have the chance to go to all these um, special places and um, yeah. so, so acting is fun in a way if, um, like I can go to uh, once I go to Canberra go to uh, Parliament uh, Parliament house yeah mm. inside inside you know go, go, go through ASIO and all that have it says, uh, have this screen me and then it goes to <laughs> all the secret places inside Dirt for film. Yeah. And so yeah. normally you're not allowed to go to this, those places. So, so yeah. Wow. So
0: it's, it's, Do you document your experiences on um, in different locations and film says You take photos and write journals about uh, your travels?
1: Yeah, you have a record of it, but it's yeah. not, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not a, um, specific but have record of where i go
0: and all that might have to write a memoir one day of your adventures yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you're famous you're famous (laughs) to me and and we you know we appreciate you on this podcast um ferdinand huang it's been a pleasure
1: thank you it's pleasure all the best